Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to hear more of The Glitch, you can find him on old episodes of The Legend of Retro. If you'd like to hear more from Danielle, she's guest starred on The Legend of Retro, as well as old episodes of Noiseland Arcade. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from Player One Mickey, uh, you can catch him on old episodes of GameZilla, uh, as well as uh, twitch.tv slash player, the number one, Mickey. If you'd like to hear more from me, Craig WK, you can find me on uh, old episodes of Noobs and Dragons, of course, as well as The Legend of Retro, Noiseland Arcade, and I stream occasionally over at uh, twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. And now, enjoy the episode. Aegon, Garden, and Elianop. The three of you are standing at the bottom of this crater that was created by Blamerk, the Wrath of the Flesh of Infinity, who you guys have, well, helped to destroy. He sort of destroyed himself with his own just wrathful belligerence. Uh, but you guys are feeling kind of beat up at the bottom of this crater. What would you like to do? Um, I think we should take a short rest. Agreed. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Agreed. Garden, did you also want to point out to your <laughs> friends that you see this towering blacksmith shop in the distance? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I let them know. Seems like he has found where uh, what you presume would be Agnes's shop is at. It's hovering like there's no stairs or anything to it? No, it's like almost like a become a tower. Do I see any way that, that we can get up there? I mean, sure, it's a tower. You presume it's just that like there's an entrance at the ground level. That's it. No, I think you he thought. Know. I think you're saying you thought it was like floating in the air, right? Is that what you were thinking? I was thinking it sounded like it was floating, but oh, no, no, it's, no, it's like, like towering, like as if it's okay. come out of the ground. You know, like uh, uh, you know, uh, at the very top of a stone tower. Okay. Cool. Uh, but it's still a bit of a distance away. Uh, it's not far, but it's certainly not where you can see the entrance from where you're at. Uh, did you want to just take a short rest here at the bottom of this crater? Did you want to move somewhere else? What would you like to do? I mean, I'm good with the crater. Yes, seems fine to me. And you guys park your butts down and can spend hit dice. Uh, each hit dice you spend, you add your constitution bonus, if applicable every dice you spend and you can spend all of your dice if you want uh you know it's up to you i'm gonna spend one you can do that just spend one and then see how you're looking and then just keep rolling from there so we have a total of four correct yep in your case ellie not it would be four d6 right okay Garden, you uh, spend in uh, one, two, three, four, all of them? Uh, let's go with two. Go ahead. And like I said, if you roll and you don't feel like you have enough HP, then go ahead and just add some more. It's just, you know, you won't hmm. be able to get them back until you have a long rest. Okay. So I use two... you guys are parked down at the bottom of this crater. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to do in the meantime? Are there items you want to attune to yourselves? Uh, I don't know if you have any. Uh, are there any uh, potions to drink? Is there... Uh, uh, did you want to breathe in more of the mist? What would you like to do? Uh, quick question. I'm sorry. Um... Do you add one? Do you add your constitution to each die roll? Yep, each die roll. Okay, okay. Anything else you guys would like to do? 
don't know. What are you thinking, Elena? I know you're kind of had exhausted all your energy. I mean, honestly, like, I just personally, I kind of want to see the people that, you know, we've seen here that are no longer here. And I need more than a short rest. So breathing in this mist doesn't seem like it's going to be super great for me personally. So you guys are going to hold off on breathing in more of the mist? I think so. All right. Uh, all three all of you right. make a perception check for me. Okay. <laughs> Natural 20. 13. 19. Uh, what'd you get there, uh, Garden? 19. With a 13, uh, Aegon, you don't notice a thing. You're sitting at the uh, the base of, uh, uh, you know, the crater, trying to relax, you know, trying to heal up as best you can before you move on. Garden, you feel like you hear something echoing. And it kind of, the noise bounces around a bit, and you're having a hard time placing where it is exactly. Uh, sounds like maybe footsteps, but there's an extra noise in there and you can't quite make out exactly what it is. Elianon, with a natural 20, it sounds like heavy footsteps and an additional tapping. You think mm -hmm. it sounds suspiciously like, as if someone is walking with a cane rather briskly. Okay. You think that they are going to be walking by the crater soon, uh, but are not, you don't know whether they'll see you or not. And you can certainly try to hide if you'd like to avoid any contact. Okay. Hey, guys. Uh, so I think I hear somebody walking, like, heavy footsteps and it sounds like they have like maybe a cane or they're tapping something uh it, they're gonna be biased pretty soon can we tell what direction they're coming from elinod can it sounds like they are coming from the direction that you guys likely planned ahead where that tower is in the distance okay so it looks sounds like they're coming from the direction of the tower okay do you, should we try to hide? Is there anywhere that we could hide? <laughs> like, I know we weren't that far from that, like, mausoleum place. Uh, you're at, right now in the center of this crater. You think look, putting your backs to the dirt and just lying still and motionless is likely the best way to avoid being seen. You think running out of the crater will likely draw attention. Would, I know we're going to try and lay down, I guess. Would... Casting Pass Without Trace do anything as far as, like, detection? That gives you a plus 10 to stealth, right? Yeah. But we're not moving. I didn't know if stealth was different than, like, hiding. Uh, I think in this case, the function of the spell is just to give a flat uh, plus 10. What's the spell called again? Pass Without Trace? Yeah, it's plus 10 to dexterity. Uh, plus 10, dex, stealth checks... Can't be tracked. Yeah, no, I, I would allow that to apply to even just hiding in the, the crater. All right, then I pulled out my staff and I cast Pass Without Trace. You guys all have a plus 10 to stealth. All three of you make stealth checks for me. Natural one. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep, so it didn't matter. First of the recording session, huh? Yeah. All right, just a fail. Man. So does it... So does the his one cancel out the uh the, the bonus the, the ten does so it is yeah just one instead of eleven? Uh just one. one uh rolling a one means you fail no matter what. Okay. Uh Elliot Garden, what'd you guys get? So I have twenty-four. Twenty-seven. Wow. Uh you guys lie motionless in the dirt. And Aegon goes to do the same. And instead, accidentally rolls deeper into the crater, kicking up some dirt and making some noise. And the footsteps come to an abrupt halt. 
and start to walk towards the crater. Is there anything you guys would like to do before this person, this thing, whatever it is, appears in front of you? Um... Yeah, can I recast Barkskin on Elena just to make sure that it's a new spell? Sure. Yeah, you have to. You would take have taken an hour rest, so yeah, it would uh, it would be gone by this point certainly. So Elena, you have Barkskin again. Okay. Your AC is now sixteen. Um, and then take a defensive stance. Yeah, I'm gonna take a defensive stance too. I guess. Guard. No point in still trying to hide. Yeah, I'll defend myself as well. And you guys kind of clench up and get ready for what's about to rise over the hill. Clench. And a figure does appear at the edge of the crater. You see a humanoid. Looks very much like a human, except that he is probably, oh, maybe almost 10 feet tall. His flesh seems to be made of platinum. He's wearing a, a very elaborate and well put together suit with a bow tie. He seems to have a top hat on. He has the tails on the back of his jacket. And he seems to walk with a cane that has a, a gem at the top of it. And the figure steps at the edge and looks down into the crater at the three of you. Pardon me, might you have the time? Oh my no, you're too covered in dirt and dust. And he pulls a pocket watch out of his pocket and goes, ha 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 yes, I know the time. And it is unfortunately not time for us to meet yet. What? Yes, just the ignorance I would expect from you, Garden. <laughs> when are we supposed to meet? A question that the good doctor would ask. Soon, my friend. And he looks again at his watch and kind of smirks. And he says, soon enough. And he takes his I'm top hat off. Oh, what do you say, Elena? I'm just, I was going to ask his name. In due time, my dear. In due time. <laughs> and he jumps into his own hat. And the hat flips as if turning inside out and vanishes. What the fuck was that? I'm confused. <sighs> this place will do that, so... We should pretty much expect anything. That dude just jumped into his hat and disappeared. <laughs> well, that was interesting. Um, what do you guys want to do now? You want to search around some more? Yeah, we can look around. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you guys currently know where the uh where you assume mithril menders is if you'd like to find agnes Redforge. Uh, otherwise you could just choose a random direction and wander through the city i uh, what would you guys like to do i mean honestly we didn't really search the hotel that much the the end yeah but can we even find that where we're at we didn't come back through the inn the last time yeah. I mean, so you, could try to, just... you could certainly try to track down any place within uh, Lava Claw Village that you presume has a reflection here. It's just, as of right now, you know where Agnes's shop is, and that's the only one that you know for sure where it is. Maybe let's go try see if we can talk to Arnold Payne again in this world. I mean, we can, but... But... We were already told that there were only four people we knew here. You're talking about how many of the 
parts of the Voss of the Infinity. Yeah, I mean, I Well, we guess... know what the other one is, but, you know, you want to take this long rest, but we... I, I mean, can we do that in this world? Can we talk, take a long rest? You don't know. I don't know if we want to chance that. I just figure we're buying time until we go back to the Lava Cloud. Okay. If that's what you want to do, we can do well, I don't know. What do you guys want to do, uh, Garden? I I mean, I'm, I've also been curious about... Um, about going back to the uh about checking the hotel out again or the, i'm sorry the the end because we did just th say in the room that one time i mean i'd be more interested to talk to arnold Payne in this world because i didn't think about that until until after i said the thing about the end uh ellie and i was right though the uh when you spoke with uh rossin uh she revealed that you knew four people Right. She didn't say four people that were being tortured. She said we knew four people. That's why I kept questioning. Well, we knew that um, Charlotte from the inn was here. And you said, yeah, but that means this whatever. Because I guess she technically wasn't like a person, though. She was like some dog weird thing. But um, she what said if we something knew four people. What if there was something about um, Arnold's uh, gold aura that maybe she couldn't pick up on? I I don't know. I guess I just. So who are the four people? Agnes. Right. Glenda. Glenda. Sal's. And Phineas. And Phineas. Right. Were the four people that we knew here. Okay. Okay. So what about Charlotte? So she was also here, but I guess. She wasn't really kind of a person. She certainly didn't seem to react like Charlotte normally would. It was a essentially a dog with Charlotte's head on it. Okay, but then what does that mean about Arnold? So I guess I feel like he's probably not here. But it's up to you guys. I don't care. Okay, then what do you want to do? We can go to the inn. If that's what you want to do, we can go and try and find Arnold Payne. I'm just saying, I feel like trying to find Arnold Payne would probably be fruitless because I don't believe that he's here. So you want to go to the end? Sure. There you go. I guess we're going to the end. So you want to try to find the end? Yeah. Uh, go ahead and make a survival check with disadvantage. But with guidance? Or uh, not? Yeah. I got a nine. I don't think I do better. Oh, I did better. I uh, got a 15. I got a 14. You guys spend maybe a half hour, hour wandering around the streets of Schothfilfgish. And you don't know where the inn is. The last you saw the inn, it was towering in the air. It was, you know, way high up. When you looked out the window, it looked like it was hundreds and hundreds of feet. And you're looking up and trying to find it, but this weird backwards dimension doesn't seem to make much sense. And you can't find the the inn that Charlotte Foster runs. Okay. And you guys find yourselves in the middle of these misty streets. And you're not really sure where you're at. All three of you make a perception check for me. I got an 11. I got a 4. I got an 8. With your guys' rolls, <laughs> you stop and look around, and you don't see the tower where you presume Agnes is. You don't see the inn. Nothing really stands out, except that there is a uh, uh, domicile, another building. Not large like the, you know, mausoleums that you saw before, but quite a bit smaller. And it does seem to have dim, dim lights coming from within. So we're kind of lost. Do you guys want to, like, check this place out? That's what we want to do. Garden? Yeah, if that's, if that's what you want to do, I'm good, too. Okay, so should we sneak up on it? Or, like, what do you just want to bust in there? What do you guys want to do? Uh, preferably stealthy. Preferably stealthy. Okay. All right, then, cast. Pass without trace with my wand. 
my staff. Sure. You're not running out of charges or anything? Those are free. Oh, nice. Everyone has a plus 10 to stealth. Go ahead and make your stealth checks Ooh. as you creep up to the uh, building. 17. 17 for me. You guys get to the, the building. And the window uh, that you're seeing the light come from is maybe about 10 feet up. Uh, quite high. There's like a small staircase that leads up to a front door. What would you guys like to do from here? Guess we can uh, go on in. You want to knock or you just want to enter? <laughs> We've been pretty I stealthy can... <laughs> to this point. All right, I kind of want to creep in quietly, but... Stealth check, guard. <laughs> What'd you get? Natural one. You get to the door. And you go to creep the door open quietly. As the door creaks and swings open, you see what is emitting light. In the center of this room that you've opened up into is a crystal ball. And from the, the dim flashing lights that are on at Garden, you see a scene. You see yourself. And it is you just out of your mind. No noise comes out of the, the, this crystal ball but it looks like you out of your mind screaming and just brandishing a big giant axe and just chopping up people. It almost looks like it's you killing your family. And what's looking into the crystal ball seems to be a creature that is about maybe 10 feet around made of flesh it almost seems like a tiny pillar like it is just a mound of flesh that goes up maybe about seven feet and it seems to be made of three distinct different like uh segments of flesh that seem to rotate independently of one another and there is a single eye on each of them and trailing off the sides of this fleshy pillar are tentacles, like a jellyfish's, long and thin. And all three of the eyes go from watching the crystal ball and then lock eyes on you on the front door. Uh, Kate, what is that? <clears throat> It mutters something in a language that you don't understand. Uh, Elianod, make me a perception check with disadvantage. 16. With a 16, you catch that something is speaking deep speech within the house at Garden. What it says, you're having a hard time hearing. You hear a, uh, something that sounds like Ilzark Fugwa Umzig. Uh, and you're only catching every other word, and it sounds like it's seems to know Garden. Okay. Garden, it Can I... spews out these words. You have no idea what they mean. The tendrils start flailing around wildly. What would you like to do? Uh, look back at the gang, and any of you know what it's saying? I can't understand all of what it's saying, but it seems like it knows you. Uh, wow. I, I believe I, I don't know this thing. I, I, I would remember something this ugly. Can I just like walk around garden and start talking to it? Uh, you sure can. Okay. So I'm just going to step around garden and ask, how do you know him? Hey, God, what are you doing? 
Um, I take out one of those pickled eggs and I eat it. You take out a pickled egg and eat it. It tastes fine. Good. Make me a constitution saving throw. Uh, Fifteen. Yeah, you feel okay. Okay. It's turn. All three of the eyes start glowing red. In deep speech, it says, you will never leave the city of Shoffilfgish. Hey, uh, Aegon's outside still. Uh, Garden, it's your turn. Its eyes are glowing red. What would you like to do? Uh, Ellie, not asking about the orb. So I'm going to ask it, what is that orb in the middle? What is that doing? It doesn't respond. Aegon, your friends are trying to communicate with this thing. Uh, you're outside. What would you like to do? Uh, I guess I walk in like, yo, what's going on? All three of you make me dexterity saving throws as eye rays shoot out of the thing. I got a natural 20. 19. 18. All three of you jump outside as eye rays split through the building, jet across the street, into the other building, and pierce right through. It's as if just a hot knife through butter through these buildings. Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> what are you guys doing in there with that thing? Talking to it! Trying to! Maybe we shouldn't be talking to this thing. Garden, what are you doing? Uh, well, if it's not giving us answers, I guess we'll have to get them ourselves. I want to attack. Garden goes to rush in. Uh, Aegon and uh, Elinot, if you guys want, make insight checks. I can't tell shit. Yeah, me either. I got a nine. I think I got I got a four. Oh. Uh, fair enough. I uh, go ahead and everyone roll initiative. <laughs> Natural one. Second of the day. Ooh. I mm. Elena, what'd you get? Twenty-five. Eighteen. Aegon, uh you go to find out what the heck's going on and you trip and fall on your face. Uh you take uh only uh one point of damage, but you're now prone at the start of combat. Uh but Elianot, it's your turn first. Looks We're like still Oh, yeah. We're still in the like space across the street, right? Like we didn't go charging with Garden. <laughs> you guys were all outside of the uh, front door of this building. Mm-hmm. Elianad and uh, Garden went inside. I rays shot out. You guys jumped outside, and you're just at the staircase to this building you just saw that across the street okay. the eye rays just kept going and piercing got you okay so we're like just outside the building uh-huh so garden is grabbing his sword and it looks like he's ready for combat and that's all i can let you know um well you can't let me know like how far away i am from the thing oh no you're uh you jumped outside you're probably about 20 feet away you'd have to get into the uh doorway to be able to see it of course i think i'm just gonna take a defensive stance at this point Sure, you're outside and take a defensive stance. Garden, it's your turn. Uh, all right. Then I want to attack with shield in hand. Please do. With sword and shield, yep. Uh, that would be a 18. That's a hit. And... Seven. Okay. And you slice into the thing, and it lets out a high-pitched screech. It's turn. Uh, make me three dexterity saving throws uh, there, Garden. Twelve. 
12, 19, and 18. You dodge a past two of them, but one of them clips you. Twenty-four damage as an eye ray splits into your stomach and jets out the other side. It's a good thing there's a ground sphere to break my fall. Are you uh, still standing? Oh no, I'm not. I'm not. You hear a uh, you see eye rays shoot across uh, once again, blasting out, and you hear a slump in the uh, inside of this place. Aegon, it's your turn. So what are my options? Because you said that I, because I rolled a one, something about my turn. Oh yeah, you're uh, face first on the ground. I mean, not to refresh my memory about something terrible to me, but uh, standing up takes half your movement. Okay. Um, am I able to get to Garden from where I'm at? He's about twenty. Uh, no, he'd be about uh, thirty feet away from where you're at right now. So you only have fifteen feet of movement because you had to stand up. Okay. Um, so then I guess I'm going to roll or do healing word on garden. Sure thing. Uh, and that's what a D four plus your mod. That is a four. You have four HP there. Uh, garden. Um, and so that's a bonus action. Can I roll insight on this creature? You sure can. And what'd you get? I got a one. Third of the day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aegon! You can't believe Garden got dropped like a sack of potatoes by this weak thing. <laughs> All you gotta do is like hit it a little bit and it's gonna die. Um what a wiener. Can I yell before the, my turn ends that I think we need to leave and escape this thing? Escape? But you could take this. Mm. Was that third critical I, fail of the day? That was. You can take this thing. Sure. Garden's a wiener. Keep going, Garden, you got this. Uh, Do I have any movement left, or am I done? You have 15 feet of movement. Alright, I want to move away from this fucking building. And you advance back. Or, uh, uh retreat back. Uh, Elianod, it's your turn. Oh, God. So, I'm gonna yell in to Garden, get the fuck out of there, let's go, let's get out of here, and then... I am going to use Expedious Retreat and take off. I'm going to go 60 feet. Just opposite direction? Oh, yeah. The hell away from this thing. Sure. Uh, Elianot darts away into the uh, uh, the fog. Uh, Garden, it's your turn. Okay, well, I would like to wobbly stand there and use command. Uh -huh. One word. What do you... Oh, actually, uh, I have to make a wisdom save. Yeah. Throw. Yeah. Got a 17. It passes. Can I run as, as a bonus action? Uh, no. Speed walk? Uh, you can move 30 feet away from it. I'll take that. Absolutely. Uh, it gets an attack for opportunity as you go to run away. Uh, does a uh, uh, 17 hit your AC? No. Mm, it no, it doesn't. No. It misses. Oh, thank God for the shield. You mean thank God for that armor I bought you? That too, yeah, yeah. And you <sighs> dart out 30 feet? Oh, wait, no, you were knocked unconscious. Me? You had gone unconscious because you were dying, right? 
Yep. That means that you had yeah. to stand up, and that used half your movement. So you're 15 feet away. You're in the doorway. <sighs> okay. All right. I'll take it. Uh, it's turn. It goes to lash tentacles out at you. And it misses again. No. Are you going to run and catch up with your friends and get out of there? Yes, please. And you guys get together and dart down the street away from this thing. Roll me a d20 uh, garden. Uh, four. With a four, you guys run away from this building. And in your uh, uh, running, you kind of lose track of where exactly you're at. But uh, after a minute or so of running to get some distance, uh, you slow to a stop in the green, misty streets of Schaffilfgish. And once again, you find yourselves near a giant mausoleum. Mm. Is this the mausoleum we met up with, Claris? It is not. This is a different one. Unlike the other one that was on a hill, and the uh, first one to Terror Zimu that was just at ground level, this one seems to be like in a pit. It's a staircase that leads down, and the mausoleum's at the bottom of like a hole. Do you guys want to go towards this mausoleum? I mean, <laughs> going towards that other place didn't really work out too well for Garden. What do we know about Glaycrin? Glaycrin, the hate's heart. Uh, you've learned that Glaycrin is potentially the first beholder. Would a beholder have three eyes like the creature we just saw? Likely much more than that. Uh, make a nature check for me. With advantage? Mm, not necessarily. No. Yeah, it wouldn't help much. Uh, eight. Uh, with an eight, you think that beholders are a uh, like a, a like a, a head that has one big central eye and then stalks tendrils with tons of eyes all over them. Uh, mm -hmm. So they likely have more than three eyes. Okay, so that wouldn't have been uh, that wouldn't have been him. No, that would have been. Probably could have used the mirror on him too. I don't know. Like I have a feeling that whatever creature we just encountered has a strong connection with the blob wolf creature that we've encountered in the real world. You don't know. I. Uh, you didn't get a good read on it. I. Uh, it seemed to be watching Garden, but like a twisted version of him. The thing was probably just mad because it was watching TV. <laughs> We just burst into its house and bother it. I mean, for the record, yeah, if if you guys were like in your living room watching television and suddenly someone opened up the door and was just staring at you, <laughs> would you not attack first? First of all, what is the TV? <laughs> Second of all, I don't appreciate what it was watching. That's a fair point. <laughs> Look, Garden, what you did before we met you... You know, people make people have different careers in Hollywood. <laughs> but, but before the they became famous, the thing is, okay, look, um, on, on on our newfound relationship of honesty, uh, it was it's it was watching me kill my family. Now I, I'm not the I'm not the 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 best. My family's still alive, uh, for full disclosure. Um, but I don't know. I don't. I want my family to seek justice. I, I, I want to get justice. I don't want to murder them. I it's, it's not what I'm about. All three, if you make perception checks for me. <laughs> I need to stop rolling. That's the problem. <laughs> 19. 12. Where are your natural 20s now, Aegon? <laughs> <laughs> the previous session, man. That's where they were all. <laughs> Four. And uh, uh, what did you get, Eliana? 19. With a 19, 
uh, well, the group is talking and, you know, Garden is explaining what he saw and how concerning it was. You see a slight movement coming from the door of the mausoleum. It looks like someone's on the inside and there's like a window that you've that you've seen someone like nearby it. Like a window in the door of the mausoleum. Um, did you guys just see that? There's something moving by that mausoleum. Do I see it? You look and you maybe catch something. It's it's so misty it's hard to see. Uh, but Elianad says she sees movement from within the mausoleum. Well, we're all, we all got, we're all healed, right? We don't need to worry about anything, so we should just walk up. Oh, I don't think we are all healed. Ow. Does someone need to be healed? Uh, well. You have your own heal spells if you want there. Yeah, Uh, I can use lay on hands on myself. I don't know. You have healing spells, Garden? I do. I, I do. When did you get these? Well, you used oh. all your lay on hands. Uh, you would have cure wounds, right? Yes, cure wounds. You've had cure wounds this whole time. This whole time, I just, I just remembered. You know, it's it's, it's funny when you get hurt. You know, you remember when things. you die. When you keep dying. All right. Well, that's yeah. it. <laughs> Are you healing yourself there, uh, Garden? Uh, I, I am, and I feel like I'll be doing that a lot more to myself now. <clears throat> That could very well be. <laughs> what are you guys doing? We're going to move up to the mausoleum. Absolutely. You guys walk down the flight of stairs and you see a plaque written in deep speech above the door. It says, Koraki, the voice of slithering worms. Hey guys, that plaque says Karaki, the voice of slithering worms. Cool. What does that mean? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, that Karaki is probably in this thing. I don't know. So, <laughs> something tells me we're going to encounter some type of worm like creature if we open the door. I don't recommend you open the door, children. I agree with him. You hear an old, wizened voice come from the other side of the door. Inside the door. So the door is closed, of course. It seems to be like a thick metal door with like a barred window. And within the barred window, you see this wizened old man. Uh, Seems to be human, bald, has a long beard, uh, and looks quite old and emaciated, uh, rather pale. And he lets you know that, you know, going inside this place is not a good idea. Uh, what's your name? My name is Sotheby Crux, but just Sotheby is fine. Uh, what are you doing down here, Sotheby? In life, I was a servant to the Galaxy Render family. And through my actions, I made a pact with the one known as Koraki, the voice of slithering worms. For that pact, I am doomed to an eternity by its side as it sleeps away, waiting for the time when it will rise. What kind of pact did you make? Like, what were the terms? I became the creature's warlock. In exchange for much power, I traded my eternal soul. What are the three of you children doing here? (sighs) We're here to stop the segments of the flesh of the infinity you're involved with the being known as the flesh of infinity what do you know about the flesh of infinity not as much as i'd like to know for your sake children it is a lord of madness and from what i understand its plot is to 
make sure that all the great old ones, all the lords of madness, sleep away. And then when their time to rise is at hand, he plans to raise them all at once. Would Karaki be one of those that he's trying to rise? Indeed. The voice of slithering worms is known as the first grell of this cosmos. How long have you been down here for? He kind of shakes his head and says, when the far realm is involved, time sort of loses its meaning. If I had to wager a guess, I've been down here for thousands of years. Whether it has been or not, I don't know. How well do you know all the creatures that are down here? Not well. I'm stuck behind these doors. What's the reason for us not coming in? Why do you advise against that? I would not want to risk Koraki waking early. Okay. What would happen if they were to wake early? I don't think that you'd live to tell the tale, child. A lord of madness is something beyond mortal what mortals can understand what we can fathom what is it that you're doing in this awful place you seem free like you're not encumbered by a bargain with one of the great old ones we're uh... we're trying to figure out why the corruption from this place is kind of leaking over into our realm. I'm afraid I can't help much with that. But it strikes me that if you're here, the corruption is likely somewhere else in your world. Whatever it is that you need to do here, I recommend you do it quickly. And hopefully get out of this awful, awful place. Do you know a way for us to get out of this place? No, I do not. I know that the city of Shafilthgish borders the material world, the primary plane. Perhaps with enough time that passes. Uh, perhaps there are portals you could find. Or maybe one of the horrible beings in this place could send you back home. Is there any way for you to be free from this place? A deal is a deal, child. My punishment is eternity, is for an eternity. You could certainly open this door. I could certainly walk out, but my soul would be forever bound to Koraki, the voice of slithering worms. It's not worth the risk to your lives in doing so, nor to the world. I'm thinking our only way out of this place is to free Agnes. Okay. Do you want to try and make our way back there? Or did you guys want to try to rest? Uh, Elliot mentioned she needed spells back, and I know uh, Garden's pretty beat up. Do you think it's a good idea to rest here? No, but we're obviously not going anywhere. I mean, we haven't breathed this stuff in in a while, and we're still here. So uh, we have very little options. So what do you want to do? We'll have to rest. All right, let's let's say goodbye to Sotheby Crux. See you, buddy. Yeah. You plan on spending the night in this terrible place? We are thinking about it. What do you, uh, what is your impression on that? Uh, Sotheby Crux thinks about it. He says, I would not dally in this place for long. If you so wish, rest here in front of the mausoleum. I will stand watch for you so the three of you can sleep and hopefully be out of this place all the sooner. 
Can I roll insight on that, like, to see if he's telling us the truth? You sure can. <laughs> I got a no. one. <laughs> Seems to be telling the truth. <laughs> can, uh, can I roll insight on that? You sure can. I got a seven. Yeah, he seems to be telling the truth. You think that he legitimately wants to help you guys. Garden, you roll it? Yeah, what the heck? I'll take my chances. What's the worst that could happen? I got a two. <laughs> you think that he's telling the truth. The, all three of you are under the impression that Sotheby Crux is legitimately looking out for your well-being. All right, let's take a rest. Okay. Sotheby Crux says... I will do my best to alert you if anything happens. Okay, thank you. You're very welcome, child. <laughs> and the old man is willing to stand vigil for the three of you as you go to bed. The three of you are resting? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, God. <laughs> Should one of us take watch? Like, even though there's an old man watching us? <laughs> You guys I... all rolled insight, and it seems like Sotheby Crux is willing to stand watch for you and alert you guys if trouble happens. Sure. All right. Let's all rest. And the three of you rest. All three of you roll me a d20. <laughs> three. Twelve. Sixteen. Aegon. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> you, I wake up. That's good. <laughs> it's the best you could hope for in this place. After three ones. <laughs> and as you do so, uh, you find yourself at an enormous table. And at the other end of the table is the man with platinum flesh in the suit, with the tails and the fancy bow tie and the top hat. And he sees you and he says, Dr. Hagon Question. And he pops open his pocket watch, looks at it and says, well, it's a little early, but I suppose that we can have a chat now. Sure. Well, what do you want to chat about? You, my friend. Your, what about me? Your history. What do you want to know? Well, from what I understand, uh, you unfortunately lost uh, a life when you had been given the task by a man named Finn Fanto to perform an operation. Is that right? That is correct. It's a shame. It is a shame. Tell me, Doctor. What if you could go back and change it? What if I could go back and change what? The operation. Meeting Finfanto? Meeting Finfanto? Opening up your practice? Becoming a druid? What if I told you that there is a way to go back and change all of it? There's no sense in dwelling in the past. Now, here's another question for you, Dr. Aegon. Wait, 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 wait. You get two questions in a row? Friend, I get as many questions as I want. This is when do my I city. Ask away. Doctor, what if you could go back and make things worse? Make things worse? Go back in time. Change it all. Maybe it wasn't the young governor's child. Maybe it was your twin siblings. And he smiles real big. What the fuck do you what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> You'll learn in due time, Dr. Aegon Queston. Who are you? Me? And he takes his hat off. I am Agnaro, the pride of the flesh of infinity. And he once again bows, tips his hat, and 
he jumps into his hat, vanishes, and everything vanishes around you as you wake up beside your allies. Are my allies awake? Everyone wakes up. You have full health. You have can I check my inventory? Bell's back. You can check your inventory. What are you looking for? Uh, I'm looking for my totem. It's there. Cool. Good. You also uh, suddenly, uh, Aegon, have the urge to check the item that you found in the basement of the uh, abandoned Shatter. chateau. The dead sprite in a glass bottle? And you pull that out as well and look at it. Yeah. And you don't know. For some reason, you just suddenly had an urge to make sure it was there and that it was okay. And it's fine. You feel at ease. Okay. Um, I tell them I had that instinction to check the item I got. Just now. Okay, Aegon why? mentions that. And suddenly, Elianod, you also... The item that you found in the basement of the uh, abandoned chateau. Uh, what did you have again? Uh, gosh, I gotta find it. There's no in your sheet. I, I don't think I did because I had it written down here when we found it. Sorry. Maybe garden, garden. What did you uh, uh, find when you were in the basement of the abandoned chateau? Uh, a snuff box with dreams written on it. And you also get this kind of like panicky anxiety feeling that you want to make sure that it's there and it's okay. And it's fine. Elianad goes looking through her stuff. And the panic starts mounting. Uh, well, I, I say um, I had a vision during our rest. Um, and it was that man we met in the crater, the 10 foot tall human with the top hat and platinum skin. Uh, he introduced himself as Ignaro, the pride of the flesh of infinity. And he seemed to almost want to be able to alter what happened to me. He gave me like an option or a, the, 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 the quest to do that. I don't know. It was weird, but I, obviously I wasn't interested. Okay, so I had a silver spoon with M engraved on the handle. Ah, uh, yes. I, uh, Garden and Elianot, now that Aegon mentions it, you feel like you had troubled sleep and weird dreams as well, and you almost feel like he also offered you guys the same thing. The ability to change the past, but maybe not necessarily to, like, make it better, but to, like, make it worse. And mm. you explain that. And uh, Sotheby Crux grabs the, uh, the, the barred uh, window to his cell, uh, the mausoleum. Children, you've obviously caught the attention of something unimaginably evil. Whatever you think you need to do in this place, I recommend you do it quickly and leave as soon as possible. Mortal minds cannot fathom the awful power of Schoffwilfgish for long. I think that's good advice. And I think we're going to follow it. Let's okay. try and find um, Modernal Menders. Mithril Menders? Mithril Menders, yeah. Go ahead, and uh, there's a few rolls on the table. There's Survival, there's survival. Perception, and uh, there's also Arcana. I got a 15 for survival. 18 per for perception. Oh, natural 20 for um, oh Arcana. Arcana. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> As you guys start looking around for this weird tower that you saw before, Garden, you immediately sense where it is. And you feel like the reason why it was giving you so much trouble finding it, uh, why your friends didn't see it immediately, you look up. And as I mentioned, the, the sky doesn't seem to be like a starry sky. It's you see like towers jetting out of uh, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the mist. 
and you see the uh, Mithril Menders is on one of the towers that's coming from the sky. So it's upside down right now. Hmm. And as you look up at it, you and your friends find yourselves thrown off of your feet and flipping through the air as if gravity is inverted and you come down to the steps of Mithril Menders at the top of this enormous tower. And as you arrive, you hear the agonizing screams of Agnes Redforge coming from within. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.